Hey, Catholic Divas, welcome. I want to remind you that in the show notes, there's two ways for you to work with me. The first is to go ahead and set an appointment for a free Catholic coaching session. And the second is I am offering a introduction to Billings Ovulation Method online class Saturday, October 21st at 11 a.m. Eastern. Again, the link is in the show notes. Come on into the podcast and we are going to talk about how God wastes nothing. Hello, Catholic Divas. Welcome to Cycles and Sanctity Podcast. I am Mama Jane, wife to Steve for almost 37 years, mother of six wonderful children, fertility awareness instructor, and a Catholic mindset coach. Are you confused about your cycle? Do you want to learn how charting your cycles can give you insight, not only to your health, but your mental and emotional state as well? And most importantly, using this information to draw closer to God and pursue your path to holiness? If you answered yes, then you are in the right place. Go grab your journal and your favorite pen and let's do this. Hello, Catholic Divas. We are going to start this podcast with a scripture verse. It comes from John 6, 11 and 12. Then Jesus took the loaves, gave thanks and distributed them to those who were reclining and also as much fish as they wanted. When they had had their fill, he said to his disciples, gather the fragments left over so that nothing will be wasted. In 2017, I read a book that's called That Nothing May Be Lost by Reverend Paul Scalia. If you recognize his name, you'll know that he is the son of the late Justice Scalia. And his book is a collection of reflections from himself and other Catholic writers on Catholic devotion and doctrine. And while I had never met Father Scalia in person or even celebrated Mass with him, he is one of those 10 priests that I spoke about in Episode 8 on Celebrating the Priesthood. There's a few things that I remember about this book, and one of the things I want to speak to you is on this scripture. First of all, I want to encourage each and every one of you, if you haven't ever read the sixth chapter of the Gospel of John, to go ahead and take your Bibles and spend, I don't know, half an hour or so, and just really meditate on this chapter. It's so beautiful. There's just so much richness in it. Even though I had studied this chapter many times, had read it many times, Father Scalia gave me some new understanding, which is what I would like to pass on to you today. See, I read this book at a time in my life when I was in what St. Ignatius calls desolation. I was in the midst of my perimenopausal stage I was growing older, had teens who were challenging me at every moment, and they were also challenging our Catholic faith. I was looking back at my life and seeing all the regrets, and I was having self-pity. I didn't have a Catholic coach to help me process these thoughts or emotions. And even though I was working with a spiritual director, we hadn't even talked about St. Ignatius's rules of discernments of the spirits or even the examined prayer. So I didn't even have those tools. Basically, I was simply a mess. And one of the interesting things I observed in this mess is the fact that I wanted this for so long. I thought that having more children would make me happy. And yet here I was in the middle of motherhood and it was a complete mess or really I was the complete mess. I hope you heard that clearly. I was the complete mess. 
And in reality, I am still a mess. And as I was looking back in my life and only seeing the things that I regretted, I was feeling hopeless and despair. I was asking myself, how do I move forward knowing that what I thought I wanted isn't giving me the results that I thought I would get? All I could do was move one foot in front of the other, hoping that others would only see the mask and not to see the real mess underneath. Catholic Diva, have you ever been there? Are you there right now? Do you hate showing up to places because you're afraid people are going to see the mess that's underneath that smile? You don't have a place to dump all these thoughts and emotions because your circumstances feel so awful. Or maybe you don't even want to admit that you're angry with God and you blame him for where you are on this journey. I understand that's where I was as well. And you know what? A lot of my clients are there too. I hear this phrase a lot. It's a lot. And usually when I hear that from my clients, I just simply nod in understanding before I ask them to clarify the words a lot. See, the enemy likes to hold us in confusion and vagueness. And while God's will sometimes does seem elusive, the clarity comes when we stop and look around to see the breadcrumbs he has left. Father Scalia's book was a breadcrumb for me. My intention in reading the book was to honor his father, to pray for his family, and I wanted to read what he wrote for his father's funeral, the homily that he wrote, which is at the end of the book. But God intended to heal me with his presence and his truth. Father Scalia writes about these fragments And those words spoke so deeply to me. There were so many fragments in my life. Fragments of brokenness. Fragments of sickness. Fragments of disorder. I needed Jesus to come and heal me. And yet, how could I even ask him to fix the mess that I had made? But dear Catholic Divas, this is exactly what he loves to do. So I want to ask you, do you have fragments in your life? Is there a broken relationship? Are you disappointed because your marriage isn't what you thought it would be? Do you have dreams of how your family would look and it's not anything like the picture in your head? Do you still have sins that you're fighting against? Are you disappointed in where you are in your journey? Yeah, me too. One of the definitions of mental wellness is being able to accept reality. And we all have this challenge. We all have images in our mind of how our life is supposed to be. And maybe we're on social media and we see how all of our friends' families are doing so great or how they're fantastic and lost all this weight or doing all these wonderful things. And it just makes us more depressed because we are not there. Or maybe we go to a Catholic retreat and we are so excited. And yet when this speaker speaks to us, we can't even relate because we are not at that level with our Lord. And then, of course, we feel more guilty, more disappointed. 
more hopeless, and more despair. That's a lot on our heavy emotional plate. And of course, we blame ourselves, everything that's wrong in our lives. See, all of these emotions that I was feeling while I was trying to function day by day were coming from a thought, I'm a mess. My life is a mess. And those thoughts were not serving me. They were actually keeping me stuck. But here was the turning point for me. As I read this book, Father Scalia remind us in this scripture in John 6, 12, so that nothing will be wasted. That word nothing caused me to pause and I took it to prayer. Nothing, Lord? Really? I looked at everything that I had wasted in my life and I thought, it's too late. It's ruined. I'm not the perfect wife. I've made so many mistakes. I'm not the perfect mother. I'm definitely not the perfect Catholic. And I'm not the perfect homeschooler. So how could nothing be wasted? And yet the Lord spoke to me and reminded me, my thoughts are not your thoughts, nor your ways are my ways. Oracle of the Lord. That's from Isaiah 55, 8. And then he reminded me another truth from St. Paul that says, my grace is sufficient for you. My power is made perfect in your weakness. A long time ago, I came to this truth that my thoughts are not like God's thoughts. I am a sinner and I live in a world full of sinners and my thoughts are sometimes sinful. And yet, if I'm choosing to be his disciple, then I need to follow St. Paul's advice when he spoke to the Romans in chapter 12 too. Do not conform yourselves to this age, but be transformed by the renewal of your mind, that you may discern what is the will of God, what is good and pleasing and perfect. God was giving me another opportunity to be transformed by the renewal of my mind. And so I kept offering this prayer to the Lord. Lord, I trust in you. You are telling me that nothing will be wasted. And so I'm giving this part of my messy life to you, trusting that nothing is going to be wasted. Again and again and again, I open my messy life to him giving it to him, trusting that he wastes nothing, that even those fragments that I think should just be swept up and thrown in the garbage, he wants us to gather those fragments so that he can waste nothing. These are the metanoia moments of my journey. Because here's the thing, I know that our Lord Jesus Christ told the people in the synagogue the Spirit of the Lord is upon me, because he has anointed me to bring glad tidings to the poor. He has sent me to proclaim liberty to the captives and recovery of sight to the blind, and to proclaim a year acceptable to the Lord. That's from Luke three eighteen and 19. This is why Jesus Christ came. He came to set us free. He came to set us free from our faulty thinking. And when I thought that my life was a mess and there so much had been wasted, I felt hopeless and despairing. 
and yet I knew that hopelessness and despair are not of God. I want to remind you that hopelessness and despair are not of God. I was being captive from these thoughts and these emotions. But Jesus came to rescue us, to rescue me from these thoughts and these emotions. Jesus desires to clean out these cobwebs in our minds and in our lives. And that's the mystery, is that he waits for us. He desires for us to invite him into the mess. Sometimes we're scared. We don't want to show him the mess. We don't want to show anybody the mess. We're ashamed. We feel guilty. We don't want to show this weakness. And yet, this is the beauty. He wants our brokenness. The diary of Sister Faustina, he continually reminds Faustina that the only thing that she can bring him is her misery. And yet, that's exactly what he desires. And that's exactly what he delights. Because when we are miserable, when we are poor, and we feel like we have nothing, that's when we're empty and the Lord can fill us up. Catholic Divas, I want to remind you that Jesus does not condemn. He only lovingly convicts and invites us to repentance and conversion. So who was condemning me with these thoughts? Well, I do have to tell you, we have an accuser who wants to keep us in sin. And since reading this book, a friend of mine taught me this saying, which I repeat as often as possible. Satan knows our name, but calls us by our sin. Jesus knows our sins, but calls us by our name. Jesus knows the mess I've made of my life. And yet again, it brings him great joy when I invite him in to my life, into this mess through repentance. He desires to take this mess and make something beautiful. And the mystery is he waits for us to invite him into those areas that even though we're not ready to face, and when we are ready to face it, when we bring him in, he is gentle. He is meek and humble. He's ready to heal and set us free. So I want to encourage each and every one of you to bring all of the messiness to him. One of my favorite exercises in the Metanoia Journal is exercise seven. We pray in exercise seven, Lord, what is your interpretation of this? And it really does give us this opportunity to see our circumstances and our thoughts and our emotions in a completely different way. It opens us up to the possibilities of seeing God's ways and not our ways. And this book from Father Scalia was that metanoia moment. And God gave me his interpretation with this new thought, God wastes nothing. Here, Lord, take this part, because I know you waste nothing. Here, Lord, take this part, because I know you waste nothing. That was my new assurance, that God wastes nothing. It gave me hope. It gave me confidence that God was not done with me yet. And it even gave me this sense of adventure that now I'm partnering with God 
and giving him the materials and joining my will to his will. It also gave me the ability to practice humility, acknowledging the mistakes that I've made, the messes that I've made through my own sinful thoughts and my own sinful behaviors. And yet it gives me great joy knowing that God still calls me by name, even though he knows my sins. Catholic Divas, this is what I want to invite you today, especially my paramenopausal listeners, because I know that this is a time in our life where sometimes we've been able to hold it all in together and we are just exhausted. And all of a sudden, everything seems to be crashing down around us. I remember a dear friend of mine years ago when she hit this phrase, she goes, I don't understand what's going on. I've always done these things. Nothing's changed in my life. I've said, sweetheart, you don't understand the stage that your life is in at this moment. You can't do everything that you used to be able to do when you were 30 or even early 40s. You're growing. And sometimes that is the hard part about perimenopausal is accepting that we are in perimenopause stage and all of the things that is going through. Not only are our cycles changing, our bodies are changing. As I mentioned before, sometimes we wake up with hot flashes. Sometimes we just can't sleep. Sometimes we are just miserable. There are just so many physical changes and we can't deal with it. And then, of course, as I mentioned, the rest of our life is also changing. And we don't have the words or we don't have the ability to express the words that are going on in our head. And see, this is the thing I'm so happy that I have been trained as a Catholic mindset coach because I'm blessed and honored to help my clients discern what is good, what is pleasing, and what is perfect by taking a closer look at their thoughts about these areas in their life. These messy minds, these messy thoughts that we have. While I understood back then that I had a mess, I didn't have all these tools to help clean up my mind. But thankfully, I have been trained with these tools so that I can help my clients. And because I'm also a Billings Ovulation Method instructor, I know that all the clients that I have that are women, we have many, many thoughts about our bodies about our cycles, about our ability to achieve or not achieve pregnancy. We even have thoughts about our own identity as daughters, as sisters, as wives, as mothers. Those are the four areas of our identity. When we're at the perimenopausal stage, we also can have these thoughts of regret and hopelessness. And maybe you feel like I felt that I ruined my motherhood that maybe at this perimenopausal stage, you feel so disappointed in the choices that your children are making. Or maybe you feel disappointed in the career that you've been in or the other choices that you've made. Maybe you're mourning the motherhood you imagined you were going to have. We can see all these messy parts of our lives. Trust me, ladies, God truly wastes nothing. And I can help you. I want to invite you to work with me in two different ways. The first is to experience the benefits of Catholic coaching by simply clicking on the free coaching session link that is down below in the show notes. See if we're a good fit. See if coaching would benefit you at this time in your life. 
The second way that you can work with me is I will be doing an online introduction class for the Billings Ovulation Method on Zoom. And this is going to occur Saturday, October 21st at 11 a.m. Eastern. So you can click that link below and please go do that because seats are limited. But remember, Catholic Divas, I'm here to serve you. My biggest desire is to pray that God will draw you ever closer to his healing love. And so I would like to close, as I always do, with the blessing of St. Paul to the Thessalonians. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, may the God of peace make you perfect in holiness. May he preserve you whole and entire, spirit, soul, and body, irreproachable, at the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. Catholic Divas, I really hope you enjoyed this episode. If you did, please go ahead and subscribe and like. And also, more importantly, go ahead down into the bottom and write a review. I was noticing the other day that there hasn't been a review written since July. And this just gives me good feedback on whether I am resonating with this audience. If you enjoy what I'm saying, or even if you're not enjoying what I'm saying, I really would love to get that feedback. So go ahead and write a review. And if you really love it, go ahead and share it with your friend. I will see you next week. God bless you.